This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning and welcome to Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Along with Steve Wexler, I'm Senior Director of Human Resources at GKB, Daphne Ursu. Our show is produced at GKB Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I was wondering where we are. <laughs> See, that's why I'm here. That's where we I are. I need to let you know we're in Wisconsin. Once again, human resources comes through in a big way. <laughs> you know I got your back. <laughs> I know you do, and I appreciate that. And good morning, everybody. Yes, with Daphne Ursu. I'm Steve Wexler. This is Hired, and yep, this is the show where we discuss jobs, careers, recruitment. We occasionally get the chance to focus on our own company, Good Karma Brands, which we'll do a little bit, right, today. Yeah, a little bit today. We operate broadcast, marketing, and digital operations all across the country, from California to New York, Wisconsin to Florida, in markets large and small, New York City to Beaver Dam. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk about the dreaded cover letter. <laughs> well, I don't see it as dreaded, but yeah. You don't it think can so? Be no, I love them. So we'll talk about do you? that. I absolutely do. This comes up a lot. We've had people ask us, like, if I'm applying, what should I put on that cover letter? Is it required? So we're going to dive into that, and Daphne is going to give us some excellent expert guidance on cover letters. Do you need one? What should it say? How long should it be? Should you try to be funny? We have some helpful <laughs> ideas on that topic today as well. Yeah, plus we have a brand new opportunity here at Good Karma Brands in our finance department. So if you know someone or if you yourself is an accountant looking for a new opportunity, you really want to hear about it. That is coming up. All that and more right here on Hired on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired, heard coast to coast on the GKB Radio Network. We are involved in broadcasting, sports, events, hospitality, all kinds of amazing marketing platforms. But of course... We are a business that also requires careful and accurate bookkeeping. This isn't just for fun? No, it's just not for fun. Oh, <laughs> like there's actual a, serious work that is done There's serious as well. work to be done, and we have a serious person here to tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, he's not always that serious, but joining us <laughs> today <fun> on <laughs> Hired is GKB Executive Vice President Tim Colligan, who is now recruiting for an accountant to join our growing company. First of all, Tim, welcome to Hired. Thanks a lot. Happy to join you here, Wex and Daphne. It's great to have you here. Uh, before we talk about accounting and the position that you're recruiting for, um, your story is an interesting one, Tim, because um, you've been here from just about the Start, right? opening bell, right, of Good yeah. Karma Brands? Yeah, that's right. I um, I actually met Craig Karmazin, our founder. Uh, grew up in the same town in New Jersey. Um, met him the first day of middle school in seventh grade. So. Um, we went to middle That's school crazy. and high school awesome. together. Mm -hmm. Yep, and then uh, went off to different colleges. And after college, I went out and got a real job. But um, Craig had this dream of uh, starting this sports radio group uh, and news talk group in uh, in South Central Wisconsin, and uh, talked a few of us into checking it out. 
of course, brought us out for a Badger weekend, so he made sure it would be sort of the perfect scenario. <laughs> How was that, by the way? That was amazing. Um, <laughs> Tell us about that. We ended yeah. up driving out, though, on first day was January 4th Ooh. of uh, Ooh, 1999. Yeah, and um, it was about minus 10, so uh, immediately regretted that decision. So. <laughs> So from those humble beginnings, though, kind of a vision and some buddies, right? Um, All of a sudden, this company started to sort of take form. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Our roots really are in Beaver Dam. Um, We had a news talk station there, WBEV, and a country station, WXRO. And those sort of allowed us to free up a third station there, which we put Howard Stern on in the morning and sports talk all day. Um, And that was sort of the roots of the sports radio and marketing and um that's really where our belief in news talk radio and sports talk radio and just local talk really came from so so tim that brings us to today as the company has grown inevitably the infrastructure has had to grow right Right. to keep up Mm -hmm. with acquisitions in new york and chicago and los angeles and Mm -hmm. uh, daphne mentioned events and sports franchises and all the digital and all the amazing things we do um your roles have also evolved, and now uh, you have the uh, enviable task of <laughs> recruiting for our finance and accounting team, which is so critical to what we do. Because um, from humble beginnings, we're uh, this is becoming um, you know a significant company that has to account for everything we do. What are we looking for right now? What what is it that you're fishing for? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we started the company, uh, we had. A one bookkeeper who kept everything with a pencil and a ledger and left side, right side kind of stuff. She did payroll, she did billing, she did pretty much everything. Um, and as we've grown over time, obviously, with the QuickBooks and NetSuite and those type of, of um, programs, like things grow, these last four years for us have sort of been explosive growth, first in Milwaukee with the acquisitions of WTMJ and WKTI, historic large stations that were just on a bigger scale than anything we've ever done and then WMVP in Chicago and then taking over ESPN New York and ESPN Los Angeles it's been a period of huge growth for the company and we understand that from a sales standpoint and all those kind of standpoints we need to grow and grow our team quickly it's just sort of in the support where we're sort of lagging behind and the billing triples and the amount of accounting and finance work all triples. Um, So what we're looking for now is a director of accounting. Um, They're going to lead our entire accounting team. Um, They will be managing a number of teammates on our team. Um, At first, they'll be taking over the accounting team itself, Um, possibly over time, taking over um, our payroll and payables divisions. those kind of things will happen with time, but what we're looking for is someone someone with a CPA, someone with good understanding of the GAP principles. Um, if they have experience with NetSuite, that would be a plus. But we're really looking for someone who wants to manage and lead a team and who would thrive under that situation. And um, there's a lot of room for growth, a lot of room for change within our organization that you'd be leading. And... Um, yeah, that's really what we're looking for. You'll be working with our, we have co-directors of finance who are pretty well established, but what we're looking to do is really separate our finance team from our accounting team and looking for someone to head that team up. 
as I hear what you're looking for, I think, yes, understanding the functional pieces of accounting and payables and all those things, but really that strategic leader, right, who's going to come in and kind of really absorb kind of right away, kind of, you know, is, is that more kind of like a more strategic role? Yeah, absolutely. We're looking for someone, maybe you've been in public accounting mm -hmm. and you're looking for come into the private sector and work with a fun, energetic, young company that um, is growing really rapidly. Um, it's going to be a fun position. There's a lot of work to be done. Mm -hmm. It's not to say like growth doesn't come without growing pains. So um, we're going through those right now, but we are excited. We're going through our first ever accounting review um, externally. You'd be working with our um, external accounting firm that does a lot of the work for us. But at the same time, there's a lot of balance sheet reconciliations and things like that that need to be done. And we're looking for someone who can who can lead a team and lead and build and grow uh, a number of senior accountants on the team to uh, to get the work done that we need done. And how about training? So uh, obviously you talked a lot about like the experience that a successful director of county would need. So is there any type of training that would be um, offered to this candidate um, as they walk in the door? Absolutely. It'll be specific to the candidate, obviously. Um, we're looking for someone with a CPA already. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, general sort of knowledge of gap principles. Mm -hmm. um, but we're open to anyone really... Um, applying for the role and based on the type of work and continuing education needed, we were definitely open to any of that. And it doesn't have to be in our industry, so it doesn't have to be in like sports, marketing, no, absolutely media. Not. So even if it's from insurance, those types of things, open to those types of Yeah, absolutely. Of Manufacturing, um, anything. I mean, we have some retail operations within our organization and um, just a lot of different areas that we would any experience is uh, much desired. So, Tim, we have about a minute left. Um, so that ideal candidate, you said the CPA is obviously um, mm -hmm. critical, right, for a, a director of accounting. But beyond that, when you're looking at all the people that are going to be uh, applying, what's going to jump out for you? What does the successful candidate um, say or do that's going to impress you? Yeah, I think it's someone who's led a high-functioning team before. Um, experience, certainly a plus. Um, but the management type thing, that's really what we're looking for here. It's possible that um, you'd be leading a team of three, four, five accountants at some point. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that if having, having done that before would, is definitely a plus. Um, and yeah, just desire to work hard, grow with the team, um, lots of opportunities within our company, as we've seen over the last four or five years. So leadership and that accounting skill, Daphne, it sounds yeah. like is what Tim is really prioritizing. Absolutely. So, And I just love to hear all that. It's really truly about like teamwork, too. So somebody mm -hmm. coming in, assessing, um, offering ideas and thoughts and things like that. So it's not coming in and just head down and just do the work. It's like help us continue to grow in those types of things is what I'm hearing from Tim. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so it's a director of accounting we're looking for, um, and you can apply by going to goodkarmabrands.com backslash careers. Uh, yep. 
forward slash. Yes, for, that's forward not, slash. he's still Is alive. it forward that's, slash? It's forward slash. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's forward slash. I think so if yes. you put backward slash, I don't know what happens. No, it's forward slash. You might still get it. You so might yes. still get through. So thanks a lot, um, um, Tim, um, talking about the director of accounting role that is available at GKB. And if you're looking for any other opportunities within our wonderful company, you can also go to www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers and it is forward slash it right is, okay it's gonna Jim, be thanks day. great to see you thank you guys i really appreciate the opportunity congrats on all the growth obviously of the company uh, as well tim colligan executive vp here at gkb and more and by the way we should have this is a milwaukee-based position right oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. in office that. too right in office yes, yes. please yep. so come on to milwaukee where the weather is Fine. Well, on a Saturday morning. It's, it's fine. It's That's our story. Right. Yeah, oh, wait, yeah, honesty okay. is still a core value, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This honesty. is Hired on the GKB Radio, Radio Network. Network. You're listening to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired. Lex, you know, I am so excited to be talking about anything HR, but specifically cover letters, right? We get so many questions about just the process. How do I stand out? How do I have people notice my application? And cover letters, I don't know, it feels old-fashioned, but it's really not, is it? I don't think it's old-fashioned at all, and I think it's something that you can use as an applicant or a candidate to really set yourself apart from other candidates, and so we'll talk about that a little bit um, um, today, so I'm excited about sharing some of my thoughts here. Great. So let's begin with, I guess, the basics, uh, Daphne. It sounds like you're telling me a cover letter is necessary. If I'm applying for a job at Good Karma Brands or elsewhere, you do advise that I include some kind of introductory or cover letter. Well, when we think about the word necessary, I think we really need to be thinking about what is the employer looking for. So there are some times that you can apply for a position and they're just looking for your resume. And if that's the case, that's fine. But there are some applicant tracking systems that say, hey, send a cover letter that it is optional. And you know, my advice to, to you would be if you have the opportunity to submit a cover letter for an open role, you should do it. Because right? it might be a differentiator or helps you get noticed. What's the objective or the strategy behind a cover letter? Well, for for me, um, as a recruiter, I think it's something optional. So what I see if somebody does it, I think they're actually really interested in this role. And they really want to tell me a little bit more about why they would be um, experienced or why they would be a good candidate for that role. So I still see it with that little bit of initiative because Maybe you don't have to, but you do. Um, but then also that really gives you an opportunity to say more about your experience mm. versus what the resume says. Yeah, right? the resume's dates and titles, yeah. right? But in a cover letter, maybe I can say, hey, I was responsible for something. Right. Or I led this group or some color yeah. on my career. Right. And then you can also get a little bit more into results. So back to what you said, you know, I was responsible for X. Well, if you were, what happened in that? What was the result? Was there a financial result to the company? I mean, how did it move the company forward, mm. right? Or if you led this group, you're showing that you can collaborate with others, right? Was the group successful? Um, did you reduce um, um, a system or did you reduce cost? What did you do and mm -hmm. how was it effective? And so you're able to say a little bit more in a cover letter than you would be able to say in a resume. So I always picture, because I've been in this chair and you have too, how busy people are who are receiving applications, whether it's a recruiter or a hiring manager. And Sometimes I see a cover letter and it's like a novel. It's like, you know, I began my career when I was 16 years old. Or um, what about just the length of the letter? How do I 
have a nice crisp cover letter. But if it's too brief, I'm guessing that's not good either. So what about the length of a letter like this? Well, I would say clear and concise is really the best way that you should go. Um, I probably wouldn't submit a, a cover letter that is two pages because remember what your cover letter is doing again is really kind of giving them giving more information or adding a little bit of color to your resume. So one page, right, specifically, and we could talk about this specific one page specifically talking about your interest in the position and some other information that would support your resume is really what you should do. So I think two pages a little bit too long yeah, um, but yeah. again every recruiter is a little bit different but you really need to be thinking about what can I add in this cover letter that isn't in my resume your cover letter should not be your full resume again uh, you if you're just I mean? repeating things in your resume then what's the point of the cover letter right? absolutely so it really is to highlight again back to you know what what impact you made on the organization, maybe what impact you made on the project, um, those types of things. So the cover letter should should highlight those things. Is it okay to show a little bit of my personality in the cover letter, or should it be a fairly technical discussion of the things I've done? I, I guess it probably depends somewhat on who I'm sending it to, but what are your thoughts on how much of the real me can I express in my cover letter, Daphne? Well, I think you can express whatever you feel comfortable. Um, I think sometimes with cover letters, it's nice if someone were to say, hey, I am your next director of accounting, or I mm. am your next... Um, human resources recruiter, or I'm your next high performer. So you know like a I mean? declarative so, statement like that. I mean, and that's absolutely mm. okay. Um, I look at that as someone who is confident, but then when you start with that, I want you to tell me why, right? What <laughs> you better you back it up, right? You need to back it up, and that's really what the cover letter should do. Um, so I think it's okay to really do that. Um, you mentioned, you know, being funny, showing your personality. That's great, but I think you really need to be making sure that it aligns with the position that you are applying for. So if it's something that's very, you know, like um, serious, or if you're applying mm -hmm. for the IRS, I right. believe. Yes. Show your <laughs> humor. I wouldn't probably. I am going to be the but... wackiest IRS agent ever employed by the federal government. So it should be appropriate I, to the position. It should be. And in terms of funny, too, I just really think that it should, you know, show your confidence in there, ah. right? Because that's what they're going to be looking for, everyone, regardless of what position that they are recruiting for. They want someone who's coming in with some confidence, right? With a growth mindset, right? And so that cover letter should that cover letter should certainly display that. It's interesting you say that. I recall years ago I was recruiting for a news director, uh, actually for WTMJ in Milwaukee, one of the Good Karma brand stations. And the applicant did what you just described. Mm -hmm. The cover letter started with the statement, the declaration, I am the next news director of WTMJ. And it's funny, all these many years later, I remembered. In fact, I think I can see the font yeah. on the cover letter because impression. it really made an impression. And then I did what you suggested. My first thought was, Come on. <laughs> that seems a little over the top. But, but then he described his experience and how he's led newsrooms and how he thinks about news. He ended up becoming a very successful news director mm -hmm. and broadcaster. But I still remember that opening line. Yeah. And I think also, too, that brings up something about that opening line because it's so important. But another thing that I think is helpful when it comes to like cover letters is just how you save your cover letter, too. I think that's also when you, instead of saving it, um, Steve Wexler cover letter 
GKB, right? Ah. Yeah, it's you mean really, the actual like yeah, file the actual name. what you have the file yeah. name. I think saving that as your next new high performer, your next director of accounting, those types of things. I mean that again showing confidence, and then as they double click and open it up, they're going to see a little bit more of why you are going to be that next new hire for them. So. We're talking to you, senior director of human resources at Good Karma Brands, Daphne Ursu. We're talking about uh, what I guess I mischaracterized as the dreaded cover letter because the more we talk about it, nothing to dread. No, right? absolutely. Nothing. A couple of other uh, notes about those cover letters that you're sending along with uh, a resume or an application. Um, who do I address it to? Because sometimes I see them say nothing. Sometimes the to whom it may concern, which seems like an old-fashioned term, but mm-hmm. who do I address my cover letter to, especially <laughs> if I don't know who's on the receiving end? You know what? I think if you've done your research of the company, I think that that's helpful. So um, if you see, hey, this is a you could go on their website, maybe find out who their director of of human resources is, or also too, if it's an accounting position, you can go on their website and find out who is the their their lead person in accounting who potentially may be doing um, the hiring. So, if you have a specific name, I would encourage you to use that name. Um, I would also encourage you to spell that name. Accurate. Oh, this is a huge point. <laughs> I, yes. Um, and again, when we go with cover letters, obviously, um, making sure grammar and spelling, all those things. I mean, those spelling things, counts, huh? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All those things are important. But whenever you're using a name, that's very something very personal to someone. So if you are using a specific name, you want to make sure that you spell that name accurately. Um, but if you don't have that information, so maybe you can't find it on the website or it's not within that job posting, um, I've seen um, people address it to dear hiring manager or uh, to human resources. Um, I'm not to whom it may concern. Maybe, you know, I probably you don't love wouldn't. That. I probably wouldn't, you know, but that really is a personal preference, sure. right? Because there's a difference between a personal preference versus what someone should do. Um, but I would encourage people to really look into potentially getting a name. Um, and you may even call the company as well. If you have a contact information, just reach out and say, hey, I'm really interested in X role. Um, I'd like to address my resume and cover letter to this person. Um, are you able to share just their name and correct spelling, right? And I think, and that's great. And sometimes you can say, hey, are they available? I mean, you can right. also. Yes, Why not, you, right? Yeah. So um, I think that those things are great. But I'd say whatever you do, make sure it really shows your personality, shows that you're confident and make sure that it's that it's accurately spelled. Great advice, Daphne Ursu. Thank you. I mean, now everybody who's spent the last few minutes listening goes, I know how to do this. Yeah. Or if you're an employer, maybe some tips here on how to read and receive yeah, these too yeah, like what, absolutely. what's the difference between a really great cover letter and one that i barely look at right or that right. i think is generic mm-hmm. thank yeah, you as no always problem. No problem. daphne ursu is our senior director of human resources here at good karma brands with some excellent advice today on the cover letter and how to stand out more of hire the gkb recruitment show is just around the corner right here on the good karma brands radio network this is hired the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. So welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Today we are showcasing a local company, Current Electric, who has 40 years of experience serving southeastern Wisconsin with electrical services, both business and residential. Daphne, I love the name 
current electric. I do too. It just makes me laugh. I know. It's very memorable. For <laughs> yeah, it is. Absolutely. But it looks like current electric is being memorable for a bunch of things these days, not just the amazing work uh, they do, but also their company culture and a few of the things that are important to them. Joining us today are Jenny Conrardi, an electrical apprentice in the solar department, and Kayla Hartig, a service apprentice in the residential service department at Current. So Jenny and Kayla, come on up to the microphone. Uh, welcome to the show. We want to hear about uh, Current Electric, but first we'd like to know a little bit about um, you as well. Daphne? So um, the electrical trade traditionally sees a predominantly male workforce. So really tell us about how Current is working to diversify this trade and create opportunities for women. Yeah, so right now in the electrical trade, only 1.7% of electricians are women. So it's... 1.7? 1.7. That's a U.S. Department of Labor um, statistic. So it's it's very low. Okay. Um, so the fact that Current has um, me as a, an apprentice and Kayla here in the service department is a really big deal. Um, go yeah, ahead. Please go ahead. Um, so... Current, I think, does a really good job of uh, creating a welcoming company culture for that. Mm -hmm. um, and so they've sort of, um, they, I feel like they're ushering in sort of a, a new way of thinking about uh, the trades, um, one that's based in equality. Jenny, before we talk to Kayla, yeah. tell us a little bit about your journey to Current. Like, how did they find you or yeah. you find them? Yeah, so... Um, I found Current, um, and it was through a, a mutual friend who worked there, hmm. and um, he uh, said that he had a really welcoming experience there. Um, he is Native American, um, and he encouraged me to uh, try working there. Um, I was at another company that just wasn't quite the right fit. Um, I was uh, one of their first women workers in the field, One of their, um, I was their first woman electrical apprentice. Um, and so I just did the best that I could there. And I think they did a great job too, um, sort of, you know, as a first start, a first foray um, into that sort of like inclusive culture. But um, I think uh, current just seems a little bit more prepared for it. So it's been mm. a really good fit. So if you are someone who's interested in that opportunity, a woman who's interested in that, so how do you do you reach out? How how does that like interest in knowing about the 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 trade and also the company come to um, an individual? Um, I personally, I reached out. Okay. I think um, that's really what what you need to do is okay. is be able to reach out and and apply. I just applied in you know a job interview. Um, but you also kind of have to go the extra mile um, in terms of being a part of the apprenticeship program because when you are hired um, in the electrical field, you don't automatically get into the apprenticeship program. You need oh, okay. to be selected for the mm -hmm. apprenticeship program. Mm -hmm. um, so there are you know, certain things that you can do to show your dedication. Um, like I took extra classes um, outside of work hours um, or worked really hard in the field. Um, tried to you know make sure that I paid attention to detail um, tried to be accurate um, all of those kinds of things so. let's get Kayla involved yeah. in the conversation here for a moment thank you so Kayla similar to Jenny um, what was your journey to current how did they get on your radar uh, or they on yours so I was a senior in high school and I where, where did you go to high school Whitnall I went to Whitnall okay, High School. Great. 
Um, Give them and, a shout out, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just applied uh, my fourth uh, quarter. I applied because I was graduating soon. I wanted to be in the trades, and I thought that was a good fit. I took college classes while in high school, so I did electrical classes and high school at the same time. And then I had a group interview at Current Electric. Um, so they just brought in like 10 or 15 people. Um, and they didn't just look at experience, but they looked at the whole person. It's, so that was really nice. Um, so you knew that right away when oh, you were yeah. talking mm -hmm. to these people, that oh, they yeah. were interested in you, yep, not just whether you had the skills. Right, because I was straight out of high school. I was green as green could be. I didn't <laughs> know anything about electrical. I just knew that I wanted to be in the trades mm -hmm. and it just seemed very interesting to me. So when you were in school, yeah. electrical uh, trade was not on your radar or were you always sort of interested in that field? I was always kind of interested in it. It is the newest trade, so we're still learning a lot about electrical. Um, and I we had the opportunity to take college classes while in high school and I thought it would just give me a great jump start to, it's not just uh, wires that you're running, you're doing like math and all that stuff. So I thought it was a good fit. Ooh, Daphne, there's <laughs> math. I so you're out, right? You're out. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB recruitment show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. We're talking to uh, Jenny and <coughs> Kayla from Current Electric. Yeah, and it just sounds like an excellent opportunity for you to really love something that you do and be able to connect in with the company, not only to help continue that experience, really, but then to grow um, and share that information with others. So I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. So uh, Current Electric just isn't uh, electrical knowledge. It's more you learn how to be a good person. Everyone who works there is a good person. I don't know anyone who... <laughs> Never like really fights there. We're all together. No clunkers. There's no. no clunkers. I don't know. We all have each other's backs. If we have questions, we ask. We're not afraid to voice our opinion. If we think that something different could be better or mm -hmm. whatever. So, how how big is the company? Uh, we have about 150 employees. Okay. All right. Tell us a little bit about the current opportunities that you have available, and how others can learn about it. Um, current electric, especially, is. Uh, has a lot of opportunities because we have construction elect electrical, we have service electrical, and we have solar. So um, we have kind of a nice breadth compared to um, some other companies. Um, so really there's a lot to choose from, a lot of different directions you can take. I'm really interested that both of you are apprentices, right? So is that the first step in a current electric career that you apprentice, learn the trade, and then move on? Or how, how does that work exactly? Um, it doesn't have to be the first step. The oh, okay. first step can just be working, um, you know, as, you know, a sort of non-certified electrician. You can still do electrical work. You don't necessarily have to be part of the apprenticeship program. Um, but the apprenticeship program, I think, um, gives you good credence, um, good credentials mm -hmm. later. Um, so it's it's really nice to be able to be part of that program and, and um, hopefully complete it successfully for me in a couple of years. Um, and then after the apprenticeship program, um, at the very end of it, I take a journeyman wireman's test. And so if I pass that test, then I'll have my journeyman's card. Um, and um, after that, you can either choose to become a master electrician or um, stay as a journeyman. But a journeyman is sort of the, the highest rung 
Okay. Mm. And I was going to ask both of you the same thing. Like, where do you think this career goes for you? From your early interest to the apprenticeship to journeyman or master, so let's take turns. But wh where does this go for you, do you think, in your professional career? Well, I feel excited because I don't know if there's really a limit, um, mm. particularly in solar. Uh, I feel like it's an industry that is really growing, especially right now with um, the Inflation Reduction Act um, and homeowners getting tax credits back for solar. Um, there's just a huge interest in, in solar right now, residentially and commercially speaking. Um, solar as an industry has developed a lot in the last 10 years, technologically speaking. Um, so the production that you can see from solar panels has increased dramatically and so it's it's really um, creating a lot of interest. So companies like Current obviously yeah. have to adjust some of their thinking and their technology right to take mm -hmm. advantage of mother nature in this way. Yeah right yeah um, for instance um, with solar battery backup is uh, sort of the the newest thing um, that's on the market mm. and um, so we install a lot of battery backup systems for residential and uh, residential homes. Yeah, I'd love to hear about the infinite opportunity, so thank you for sharing that. Kayla, did you want to give us a, a little bit about where you think this will take you? I completely agree with Jenny. I mean, we're still learning electrical knowledge. It's never ending. Um, even like on the generator sides, I recently got put on generators, and it's just so different from just doing service. Like, it's there's so many different key components to electrical that it never ends, which is really cool. Yeah, and I just I love this. Current electric is really just, I mean, the, the vast array of different things that you can touch, the experience that you can get and that you can gain, infinite opportunities. I mean, I think that's wonderful. So how can we learn more? Is there a website you can point us to? You can go to call current, no, just current electric. You knew there'd be a pop quiz, right, you guys? Yeah. Is it Current Electric? I think it's Current Electric We will make sure. Okay, we will make sure. Current Electric Co., as in company. See, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. That well, I love hearing great. your story, and you're right, Daphne. Not only is Current Electric clearly trying to do good work, right, right. Uh, mm -hmm. in the electrical field, but it sounds like they're building a company culture of opportunity, and you talked about inclusion, and uh, that's just great to hear, right, right for any right. company that's operating in the Milwaukee area. Yeah, and anyone to hear that opportunities are infinite. I think is, is great because sometimes when you come into an organization you think that maybe there's a ceiling but here we're hearing that you can continue to grow and grow and grow and I just love that so yeah. thanks for sharing your stories with us and here are two great examples right absolutely Taylor, right here Jenna, thank you so <laughs> thank much you so for much. being on the show today thank, thank you for having us currentelectricco.com to learn more correct yes. all right <laughs> thank you so much current electric another tremendous partner here at good karma brands and more of hire the gkb recruitment show coming up on the gkb radio network WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Well, that is it for this week's show, Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Hope you enjoyed hearing about recruitment opportunities and all about cover letters at Good Karma Brands and elsewhere. Thanks for joining us. You can hear this show anytime on demand at www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash 
careers. With big thanks to Tim Culligan and our studio producer, Chris Larson, show producer, Aaron Tratner, and of course, Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. I'm Steve Wexler. Have a great week. This is the Good Karma Brands Radio, Radio Network. Network.